Thanks for calling Fireworks Anonymous. The first step is recognizing you have a problem. Please help us help you by choosing from the following menu. Press the number of your choice using whichever fingers you still have. Press 1 if you've blown yourself up. Press 2 if you've set someone's house on fire. Press 3 if the fire marshal has issued a wanted poster with your picture. Press 4 for a directory of burn treatment centers in your area. Press 5 for a directory of mental health facilities specializing in pyromania. Press 6 for emergency instructions on fire extinguisher operation. To hear these choices again, press pound. To leave a comment, press star. Remember, laughter is the fireworks of the soul. From Chicago, Illinois, the home of dysfunctional government and the highest homicide rates in the nation, this is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker. This pyro podcast is all about the people and the passion of fireworks and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. Here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. In the word, Brian, what is this job all about? Fire. All right, John. Ron, I'm never amazed by your interest. <laughs> well, I mean, that was just, uh, that's an awesome thing. Yeah, the, we got that at, uh, well, someone you, gave that to me at PGI. At PGI, yeah. yeah you you, and, you uh, sent that to me. Yeah. Well, you sent me a little picture and it said, call this number. Anybody wants to call it. It's 415-424-4040. Because you can actually press all the different prompts and they all work, I guess. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't try that. Oh, yeah. No. You didn't try to prompt. So no. they're funnier than the, they're funnier oh, than the intro. Oh, I was, you know, I got to be honest with you. I was a little upset. I didn't think of that. I, I, me too. <laughs> believe me. I, I hate being outdone. And when I, I saw them, I'm like, really? I can't believe I didn't do that. Where, where, where'd you, where, who, because it's a San Francisco number. Who gave that to you? Do you remember? I'm trying to think who gave it to me. I want to say, um, I want to say it was uh, Chuck from uh, from Uncle Sam Fireworks. That I, I Chuck could be wrong. Decker? Chuck Decker. Yeah. We've had him on our, on yeah. at NFA. I think that was him that gave that to me. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, because it was just like a little, looked like a little handbill. Yeah, you took he a just picture of. gave me like a little, you know, flyer like here when you get a chance. To listen to this; it's really good. Yeah, I uh, want to say whoever gave it to me. I think they said. Uh, the brother-in-law and him did it, you know, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. And we're going to confirm with uh, Chuck on that deal. But yeah, like I said, I was upset. I didn't think of it. And now I'm thinking like we could do better. Yeah. You got to do the, you got to listen to all the prompts. The prompts are really fun. Oh, too. I didn't yeah, I press did not, one, press two. I yeah, did not yeah. know that. Well, that's like a whole thing. So somebody has got that all rigged up and all ready rigged to go. Up. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Really well, nice. This is uh, Fireworks Brigade, episode 121, John. 121. Wow. Uh, They're Ron, getting up there. I'm Ron the Banker, as always. To my right is Johnny Starr. Um, yeah, i got to be honest, you know, uh, typically I know how we're going to go, how the show is going to go, right? And, and There's so many. You have no well, idea how the show is going to well, go. Well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. In spite of your tendency to be unfiltered. All you have yeah, to do is turn me to turn the mic on, and right. then, you know. Yeah, but you're fairly measured, and you know you usually know what you're going to talk about. But since our last podcast on the fourth, 
you know, um, I don't think we've gotten together much more than, oh, we went and saw, we saw Kid Rock last week. But yeah. aside from that, we didn't get together much. But every time I talk to you on the phone, you're just like a caged animal. You're just like, uh, you know, maybe it's because there's no China trips. Um, you know, maybe it's, you know, you got repairs on things and all this other stuff. And, and I, I could be opening up. A it can never of ends. It never I ends. I know, but I guess uh, if I'm going to ask this with, you know, guarded, uh, you know, tendencies here, what's been going on since I, since I last saw you? All that's been going on is, um, as you know, because you work in the office with me, all we do here is just pay bill after bill after bill. Right. And every morning I wake up to another company saying, can I have my $8,000 balance? I'm like, yes, you can have your $8,000 balance. Please let me, you know, we're trying to get through this, you know. So, but yeah, it's... Uh, uh, but doesn't just, that happen normally? This year is even worse, though. You I know, think once they're more again, frantic to get their pay, too. Well, and not only that, but there's so many more containers coming in after the fourth that yeah. are gobbling up everything, and right. the freight bills just keep mounting. Right. And then you're getting these bills in that, oh, you owe us 27000 for storage fees. I mean, it just doesn't end. <laughs> and it just, you know. For storage fees that you didn't that ask. I had no idea yeah. that were, I mean. Right. No, I'm not gonna say we had no idea. There's nothing we can do about them. We can't control them because we're not, we're not the company, you know, that picks up the container in L.A. because we're we can't even get into the yard. Right. And then we get over to Kansas, and we don't, you know, they took the job, they get paid, but yet they don't have a chassis. So all of a sudden, it becomes right. my fault. See, everything once again, it makes sense. So if you think about it. Everything in America, the last, as far as I'm concerned, 20 years at least, blame everybody else. Yeah. Just blame everyone else. Yeah. You know, you don't have a chassis. It's not, it's not my fault. I didn't need to go out and buy any more chassis, you know, so let's just blame the guy and charge him though. That's the whole thing. Right. Could you imagine? I mean, I don't even want to give you an idea, but because, you know, the banks will usually run with it because I think they were the ones that started the, the fees to begin with, you know. What? what well, fees? you know, banking fees, everything, well, you know. <laughs> Remember, that, they even had a commercial on it. They All the fingers would get, and he goes, and now we're going to charge them for this. And they all start yeah, laughing yeah, and toasting. Yeah, yeah. That was a great commercial, by the way. You should find <laughs> that one and play that on the end. All right. I'm but anyway, so, so could you imagine, like, okay, we're going to close, you know, on Tuesday. And then you called me up and said, you know what? The bank is just so congested with people trying to close. We can't close Tuesday, but we'll try We'll try for Wednesday, but I'll keep you posted. Oh, and by the way, the loan goes up another 100 bucks because the bank's too busy to close right. on Tuesday. But we'll, we'll start charging you interest we'll on Monday. We'll start charging on Monday. Yeah, yeah. And, and exactly. Yeah. So you get the idea. Yeah. I mean, this is stuff like your bank is too busy. I can't come in, and now, it, now it's my fault. And this is what's going on in right. the trucking world and the right. whole freight world. Because <laughs> your product is sitting there yeah. in a in a room in a in a yeah. in a container on somebody's yard. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they have to do anything with it; they just have to let it sit there. And you know what I found out too? Interesting, and I'm pretty sure it's pretty much true. But if your container goes into that yard and by chance it does get another one on top of it, they don't move the one on top to get to your container. Your container goes once the one on top goes where it's going, and Sometimes it doesn't always get stacked properly, and sometimes it right. just gets backed up, as right, you know. Right. But my point is, when you come to our company to pick up your pallet, I'll move 100 pallets to get to your pallet. Well, of course. But in the, in the container world, 
your pallet your pallet would stay in there until the other hunters are gone. Are you sure about that? Uh, I'm pretty much 100% sure. Who, I don't. I that doesn't make sense to me, though. It's like yeah. an, an... Well, and as one guy said, we're not playing chess here with these. I was going to say, it's like an unholy game of Connect Four where you drop yeah. the little So once they on park top, them yeah. there and they do get, you know, they get stuck there on the bottom, it's, they're there, you know? And that's happened before, and I, I couldn't understand why they get trapped, and now it's, it's start, starting to make more sense. If that goes on in every yard, I really don't know. But it seems when people say, "Well, yeah, you're in, oh, you're in holding lot D, you're not going to get out of there for a while," you know, because nobody's moving anything because they don't right. have time to move that. They need to right. keep right. It, but once again, it all boils down to not enough people. That's just bottom line. There's not enough people. Bring the military in. They don't bring the military in. They say, "Well, you can't bring the National Guard. It has to be an emergency." Okay, well, nine dollars for a gallon of orange juice. Yeah, a, <laughs> I think a, it's getting to be an emergency. an emergency. Well, you know, everything's going to be okay because they're forgiving student loans. So that's yes, <laughs> that's, that's going to be. Well, my my buddy Chase is going to be happy because he owes about twelve thousand, and he says, if they wipe out my student loan, I'll probably go back to school. What to do another one? Well, yeah, and that's that's the. That's the problem with this is it's just going to make... How much easier I, can we make it well, on the kids? I, I, I find that in this administration, they tend to just do the thing that fixes the... They don't fix the problem. They just... It's like mouthwash, right? Mm-hmm. It just it just masks the problem. Mm-hmm. So all they're doing is giving these pe- some people money back and then... But all it does is increases the cost of college. It's just all it's doing. It's not going to help the cost. The underlying problem, just like gas, the underlying problem isn't... That, oh, because we're charging you a tax, we're going to relieve the tax. No, how about we fix the cost of gas? Same thing with college. Let's fix the cost of college. Yeah, it's funny how they can cap everything, but they never seem to cap a college or cap the teacher's salary well, or right, nothing like right, that. Right, And then, and then what, what happens is when you give all these people more discretionary income so you relieve, relieve their debt, they just spend more money and it creates more inflation is all it does. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane. But And the other thing, too, is just like the, taking the tax off the groceries. Yeah. Oh, wow. That sounds like a great idea. And that's like, oh, boy, this this guy's the best. He just took the tax yeah. off the groceries. It's once again, it's not making the groceries go down and the tax will come back. Oh, yeah. And when the tax comes back, we'll be like, oh, well, and we'll still be we'll be so used to paying nine dollars for a gallon of orange juice. It won't make a difference. Right. That's so, what they yeah. keep hoping. Yeah, It's all know? about just, yeah, it's all about your perception. You but know? yeah, they, you know, just like with the freight on fireworks, you know, people are like, <laughs> I don't understand. I know a lot of these people in the fireworks business may not be the sharpest tool in, in the toolbox. Okay? OK, I understand that. But I'm just shocked at people are like, I can't believe all the merchandise I've left over. And that's another thing. I'm getting <clears throat> calls. Why well, a bad year? Can I return stuff? What do I look like? Can I return stuff to China? No. Can I even afford to pay the freight to return Turn it back, it back from to them? China? No. 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 <laughs> so the bottom line is, it's like, and I said it, it, it wasn't like a, it, you know, I didn't, I never, you know, oversell anybody. I tell people, listen, price of fireworks is high. I don't think people are going to change their budget, but they're not going to raise their budget. They're going to come in with the same amount of money and they're going to walk out of here with 25% less volume. And I said, so in theory, you could buy 25% less fireworks. Right. I didn't have that option because we don't know what we're going to get anyways. And we're starting from zero. So yeah. we bought and we bought and where the chips fall, they fall. 
and the containers that don't make it, we never know what's going to happen. So I'm very happy with the season. I'm very happy with how it all played out. Of course, I'm not happy with the umpteen containers coming in after the 4th of July. Yeah. But they actually came in a little bit cheaper with the freight. So that's a good thing. Yes, we have a great head start for next year. What do you mean they came in a little cheaper? Year. So freight went down, freight a, little went down a little bit. Yeah. How much? Ten percent? Twenty percent? Oh, let's see. Probably about ten uh, percent. Oh, that's you know, something. Something. It's something, so, but 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 there's still inventory in your warehouse with higher. Oh yeah, costs. and that's not going to come down. No, you well, know? no, you paid it. It yeah. is what it it's is. It's not going to yeah. come down. Yeah, yeah. and um, and you know it's easy to dollar cost average on the way up, but you're yeah. not dollar cost yeah. averaging on the way down. No, it's not going to happen. No, no, no. So get ready for the same yeah. prices. But the nice thing is, I haven't had to make a new price list five times since July fourth ended, like right. I had to do last year. Right. Uh, and probably the firework, the uh, priceless will probably stay the same until March. Well, now, will you de- will you go the other way with it? Will you decrease your prices for the for the people on some of the items? Yes. Yeah. But on the other items, no. And that's that's another thing. It's like, do I really want to increase? Do I want to really replace an item? Say, I have eighteen cases of left. Do I just want to sell that out, or do I want to? still buy it at a higher price. I don't think I should buy it at a higher price at all. I should just let it run out because if prices do go down, I don't want to, I obviously don't want to replenish something that was almost down at a higher price. So I don't want to replenish it. Just let it run out and see what happens. Um, You know, China's saying, hey, when are we going to do your order? I'm like, well, in my opinion, your factories are closed anyways. There's no rush. I really want to clear all these containers and get everybody paid before I move on to anything else. Right. And, and you have enough in your warehouse to there's plenty in the warehouse right now, year, you know, yeah. and we're and we're moving it out and we're shipping it around here and there. But the bottom line is that we're just going to wait because a lot of these companies have stock items. So which they realize they have to be almost like me. They have to stock the items and hope they sell them. Right. And they're trying to stock up when the factories are producing and when the factories are shut down, they still have something to sell. And the people who made money in 2020 and 2021 and perhaps 2022 are the ones that had more items in stock. Right. The days of ordering from China, getting what you want ordered and delivered before 4th of July is getting really slim to none. It really is. I hope it gets better, but I don't see it. Right. So a lot of these people have stock items. So I'm like, well, we're just going to buy your stock items. If you don't have a hen with you know hen laying eggs, and maybe someone else has hen laying eggs, right. and we're just gonna go down the line, and who's ever got what they got in stock, um, that's what we'll buy, and and that's all we're gonna be able to give the people. It's it's what we have, you know. It's just like you can go to a grocery store. It's what they have in. It's, yeah, well, a lot of yeah, a lot you of times. You don't call up Mariano's <laughs> and say, "Hey, I need this. Um, I'll be in next Tuesday." It's not gonna happen. No. So does that mean there's going to be less new items? Is there going to be less uh, creativity, you know, like for me, definitely. Yeah. Because well, the, the runway to get something produced, a pyro sled or whatever, it takes, it takes longer. So right. you're talking about, uh, you know, yeah, if I want to get something produced now, especially without being able to go to China, if I want to get something produced, the odds of it making for 4th of July is not going to happen. Not for, and it wasn't, not happening, if you ordered and it it wasn't now. even happening in 2019 because they really want to make what they want to make. They want to make thousands of cases of the same item, put 20 different labels on it and sell what they have, you know? Right. And, um, and who do you take care of the easy customer, or the hard customer, take care of the easy customer. You have this, give us an order for what we have. Just like, um, you know, 
my theory at star was always send out the price list because we need to pre-sell things before it comes in and then steve's like well we'll just send out the in-stock price list yes it works it works right after fourth of july yes there's what we have in stock if you want to take possession of it now right but i said at some point you need to send out the price list because i need to have it sold before it gets here because you got to pay for it. I got to pay for it. And you got to pay that. Yeah, shipping. I don't. I don't need to surprise. Oh, container came in. Look what more we have in stock. No, send them out the price list. All right. You might as well call the price list a wish list. Yeah. Here's your wish list. Give it to me, and I'll do the best I can. You know, if it doesn't come in, then we'll talk about what to replace it with. But sending out an in stock list, you know, in March, it's not going to help the bottom line. No, we need to sell everything because when this stuff comes in June fourth. And we got orders for it. We need to get it out for them people. Yeah, but if you're sending them a list of things that you don't have in March and April, isn't that going to lead to some disappointed customers or you'll just get them something else? Well, you move them into something else at that point. Right. But yeah, you I, still need to have the stuff pre-sold. That's the thing about fireworks. It's not like you're selling, you know, um, I, I don't even know. There's so many options. Well, there's also staple items that right. there are no right. replacements right. for. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. You know like I mean? bottle rockets this year were non-existent. Yeah. So you're yeah. not going to get, uh, you're not going to, oh, you want a Spark. bottle rocket? Let me talk into a snake. It's not going to happen. No, you know what no, I mean? no. So there are staple items like that. And that's what, you know, what I try and make sure that I have in stock are the staple items. If I'm missing your favorite 500 gram cake, let me tell you something. There's probably another 14 that of them you might like with better. a different label right. that might even be the same right. yeah, cake. I like better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, you know. So yeah, the year obviously is always challenging. The the freight and all these unforeseen expenses have just caused a, a lot of heartache, a lot of sleepless nights on my point, because unlike most people in the fireworks industry, I do not like owing anybody and I um and we're down, we got it down real good now, but I don't like owing people and I just can't sleep at night when I do. So it's yeah. been uh, more frustrating for me because I want to just get everybody done, get all these containers done and go on vacation, you know, and I haven't <laughs> yes. even stopped. No. And, and you're used to like right now, you know, we're 10 days out from NFA, which we'll be there at. I hope to see everybody, but you know, and you're, you're looking forward, you're typically looking forward to NFA meet, seeing all the Chinese contingents and, 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 and setting up your schedule setting for when you schedule. go out there in October. And this year that's your, it's not going to happen. Again, right? Yeah. It's two years. Um, it's going to be that much harder for me to go back to China when I have to go. Why? You can't well, pick up? Well, yeah, just, you know, because I got so used to not going. It's like, oh, I got to retrain myself again. And what train do I, I take? I don't what do I think? think you'll have that much of a problem. You enjoyed going so much. Well, I do enjoy going. But now, like I say, it, you know, you move on to other things and now you're getting out of it. It's just that the problem I have the most is that when I'm in China, I have so much time to get everything done and nothing right. else to worry about. Here, I'm up till three in the morning working and then i'm back up at 10 o'clock in the morning doing other things in the office that are not really related to what i have to do in china but you know it's just you know but where i'm in china right. that that's right. all i have to focus on because right. there's nothing else i can do nothing yeah. else i can change right you know, and, here and, yeah and, but so that makes it a little bit harder ah uh, yeah i know but you you enjoy traveling so much you'll yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll i mean hopefully by next year or maybe even by april you'll be able to I'm but they still have april. they still have that where you Quarantine. got five days, right? Ten days, no. There was uh, someone from China here. Who was that? That was... Um, 
Mm. I met him in your office. Not I met him. I've oh, seen him. Uh, John E from Legend. John E yeah. from Legend. Yeah, he he was here and uh, he was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and so he's got to go back in quarantine for ten days. For ten days, yeah, seven days at um, government hotel, three days at uh, you know probably his place. You know, uh-huh. now it might be. I don't know. I, I it's probably a seven day hotel for him too because um, you know they're not just because you live there doesn't mean you're going to get any special treatment. You know, so oh, right. I imagine it's seven right. days because they want to make sure. <clears throat> and a couple of people get they came to USA like he did. He paid a lot of money to get here, and then sometimes you get stuck here. You can't go back. Yeah, and that's also the thing going on in the different provinces too. Is like you don't want to go over there because if they're in a yellow zone, then you can't come back to your green zone. So you might as well just stay in your green area of where you live instead of going over here to this one or that one because they have all, they'll come back. It's all, all on your phone. Yeah. Oh, oh, they have all these different zones and stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. depending on cases and all that. Oh, so, wow. so if you go there and all of a sudden that zone becomes yellow or just yeah. say, well, then you go to the checkpoint. No, no, you, you can't go back. You got to wait until that zone goes back to green. So, so they got it all figured out. <laughs> well, it's it's all about control. Oh, yeah, exactly. And they found out how to control the young people. And you know what the parents are going to say? Stay right here. Don't go anywhere because we're not paying for hotels. We're not paying for this. Just stay right here because if you go over there and you're stuck in a yellow zone or whatever, you're not going to get back. Yeah, that's probably so true. It's, just about, it's more about control because mm-hmm. the young are a little bit harder to control. And now they found a way to control them, you know. So All right. Well, and, and things are changing. Not to, uh, not to get you more... Uh, more upset but i'm gonna, we'll play a game i'm gonna i'm gonna describe something tell me if you know what it is what grows two to five feet tall an aggressive perennial with a vigorous root system and continually produces new shoots invading new areas and out competing other vegetation types well yes <laughs> that would be you know not like we have enough to worry about stems are usually smooth but sometimes have short hairs and are slightly grooved. Yes. Not that we have enough to worry about. You called me told we, me about this. We get a letter and it says you have, not Canadian, but you have Canada yep. thistle growing on your property. Canada thistle, everybody. Yes, That's Canada thistle. So, you know, yes, we have the <laughs> Consumer Product Safety Commission. We have the, you know, wanting bomb bag, which is a, which is a little bag of soap. Go ahead, take it. Ten cases, seize it, whatever. <clears throat> then you have... Well, they they the, seized your bomb bag? Yeah, the bomb bag. Yeah, oh, you know, okay. it's, it's a toy, but whatever. Know, so take it, you know, you know, shoot me. Go ahead. So let's see. Let's take the bomb bag. Let's um, let's charge me, uh, you know, $100 a day for every container because you don't have a chassis. Uh, port congestion, <laughs> let's charge them $150 a day for that. And then if that's not enough, right. send them a letter and say, hey, you know what? We found Canada thistle out on your property. Okay, first of all, how much does that guy make to, to go come out? Drive around and drive around and go, look, yeah. there's thistle. Is yeah. that thistle? And he goes I, out and measures it. I mean, <laughs> I picture him with like the, uh, you know, the hat, um, you know, the hat and the, the magnifying glass, you know, just looking around for thistle. Yeah. <laughs> so I got Canada thistle. And the funny thing is the Canada thistle is growing like in an Sherlock area. Holmes. Is it growing in an area that they wanted deemed as a pond or water retention pond that never took on any water. This is by Star Fireworks. By Star Fireworks. By your, by your sign out there. Yeah. yeah. So we can't... Um, no, uh, towards the uh, the south end of the property. Uh, oh, the okay. southwest. Um, oh, uh, by the new warehouse. Area. Yeah. Okay. So, 
They wanted a water retention pond just in case of flooding, but they've spent millions of dollars on diversion in the area. So this water retention pond never took on any water. Okay. But what it did take on was Canada thistle. Canada <laughs> thistle, because I can't go into the pond and trim it just because it's it's a hole, you know. So now by the right. time the Canada <laughs> thistle gets up to where I can see it. Oh, it's big. Oh, it's about 10 feet. Thick, you know? <laughs> oh, man. So, see, you know. <laughs> you got all these 10-foot plants. In so uh, Dino says, if I were you, I'd start that field on fire. I'm like... Are you okay? I don't think I want to start any fires near a fireworks building. You know, yeah, I, yeah, that's true. You know, they always say a control burn. Uh-huh. You know, well, a fire is could be a controlled burn that got out of control. Right. So, uh, you know, yeah, and, and we I, only hear about control burns when they work. When they don't right. work, we call them fires. Yeah, and who are we to know? And you know, yeah. I mean, you can get Bob Popjoy out there. Yeah, stomping everything with his foot. <laughs> And then, and then you have, once again, you have my luck. It, it, there's no such thing as control in my life. It's controlled chaos. There's nothing controlled yeah. about my life at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I can do a control burn. But um, I did. I got a handle on it. We uh, got a big brush hog, and they're, um, oh, are they? they're whacking away at it. Yeah, it know? says this plant is a prolific seed producer and also spreads by roots. Most recognizable in mid-July when flowers change the seedlings. So the problem is this this thing grows and then it just it takes over everything and then it like suffocates other flowers is that or other vegetation is that what this does and, and there's a lot of crops in North Dakota so that's what they're worried. Well, not by there are no crops next to me. No, I know, but they're worried it just the seeds blow in the wind and you know next yeah. thing you know you're pollinating you know the guys. Well, some, where'd I get it from? Oh, yeah, I don't. Somebody, that, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, and how much is this going to yeah. cost you to remediate? Oh yeah, that that's the fun part. Yeah, it's costing it, fun part. it's costing money. But if you don't take care of it, it's eighty dollars a day. So could you imagine? I wake up every day and I pay two hundred and thirty dollars for each container, <laughs> and then you pay eighty dollars for a plant. Uh, I might as well just go into the pot business. I mean, you know, yeah, just, there you go. I mean, since I have such a green thumb with plants, I might as well just start growing my own weed. Maybe that'll work. It's also called herbaceous forbs. Uh, yeah, look at did you? You know what they look like, obviously, right? No, I really don't. You know, care what you, they didn't look look, like. you didn't look. <laughs> no, no. They they <laughs> they said, hey, jump in a UTV. I'll take you out to the South Quadrant and look at the uh, you know look at the Canada thistle. And I'm like, I, I really don't need to take a ride. Ma- I believe you. Management of Canada thistle is very difficult and requires repeated applications of systemic herbicides, including products not covered in this guide. Glyphosate is not very effective against it. Other sources will likely need to be contacted for more effective herbicides. Well, here's what I, here's what I think is effective. I'm going to mow it down. And just keep mowing it. I'm going to mow it, and I'm going to mow it. And then what's going to happen is it's going to be 32 below zero. Within yeah. probably three months tops, oh, but it's yeah. going to be around twenty degrees in a month in North Dakota. In, in North Dakota right, so right. you know what? If It'll that doesn't kill then. it, yeah, if yeah. that doesn't yeah. kill it, it yeah. will. And then all them mounds of snow that we get, yeah. just keep dumping into water retention ponds. I, I always think about that when we're here in Chicago. You know, in the middle of January, it's so cold. But then, you know, the one thing that that actually makes me, you know, that the one, you know, the one 
silver lining is that it kills all the bugs, all the you yeah. know, all the crap that's out there, and it's all dead. And then you know yeah. you can you know live. Frenier for kills the people. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for six months and it goes on. So yeah. but let's do uh, pyro purge. You were right. you were at PGI. Oh yeah, PGI. what happened? What happened to PGI? Where, you know where was PGI? It was in uh, PGI was in Newton. Iowa. Newton, Iowa. And I didn't go. PGI is sometimes I go, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. It was very busy. Uh, it was a very nice PGI. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're back on track because it was a little, uh, you know, the first year back was a little bit hard on the board and hard on everyone because it's kind of out of sync. You know what I mean? So first year back from yeah, COVID. First year back from COVID, yeah. you know, was last year. So there you can tell we're a little bit out of sync and different things like that. Right. Uh, I was out of sync because they brought a new register system, which I don't know why we need a register system at PGI before it was like a pocket. And then it became a cash drawer and uh-huh. now it's a register. But whatever. Okay. So, uh, no, PGI was great. Newton was a really nice thing. It was uh, out on a NASCAR uh, speedway. Okay. Which was really a, a great, great venue. There were some hiccups. Um you know, some of the shows, uh, we couldn't be open for Class C vending for like during competition because it was a very close proximity to where the vending was and where the competition of shells were. So okay. a couple of times we had to be closed during the competition because, right. you know, if something were to happen, we were too close. Right. So, um, and that was okay. Not, you know, nothing we couldn't handle, but I think the facility and being in this nice barn with, uh, a, I didn't even call it a bathroom. I called it a cooling station. God, the air conditioner, you walk in there, it was freezing. And Newton, Iowa is, was very hot. Yeah. Um, and anyone who hasn't gone, PGI is, is just basically outside in barns. Yeah. Sometimes and, it's in barns with dirt floors. Right. Sometimes it's uh, in a tent. Right. You know, so this being in a nice. It's uh, like a swap meet. Yeah. This being in a nice building, which is actually the NASCAR, or I'm not going to say NASCAR, but they did have a NASCAR race there. But uh-huh. um, the the automotive garage okay. of the racetrack. So it was like painted floors. Oh, and, nice. Uh, obviously, it was heated and air-conditioned, but they didn't turn on the air-conditioned for us. But the bathrooms were certainly air-conditioned. And then it was really one door away from the same building uh, divided by a wall and a door. And then we were in the uh, collectibles. So I literally oh. could walk from my booth through a back door and then go right into the collectible area of it. So nice. it was really laid out nice. Yeah, nice. Very so- nice. And usually you get you get a, a house. Did you rent a house this year for your guys? No. No. You know, sometimes if you you know if we're on a lake or something like that nearby, yeah. um, I guess we probably could check more about Airbnb and some of those areas. I just don't understand how like important like those areas that really have nothing around them. So I mean, other than maybe there probably are some, but we didn't yeah. look. We just stayed at a, a hotel right outside the track, which was yeah. uh, nice, not bad at all. Any activities? Usually, you do some, you know, bumper cars, rowboats, anything like that. Usually, you take your guys. We out. did. Um, we did the uh, water park. There you go. Oh, really? We did the water park and the amusement park. It, really, an amusement and, park. Uh, yeah, because I love roller coasters. So <coughs> we did the amusement park. And I don't picture Dino taking. No, it, no, right? he didn't go this year. No. Oh, didn't Dino go didn't go to PGI. No, he didn't oh, go okay. this year. He sat it out. Okay. So, um, he probably stayed back at Star. Yeah, he stayed back at Star, and yeah. he was, you know, yeah. doing other things, I guess. But you know. Uh-huh. Um, so we went to the water park and the amusement park, but you know what I found? I said, well, geez, we're going to get to the amusement park at 10 AM when they open. Uh, of course it's not as big as great America, but it's a nice size. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But, um, I'm like, geez, then we got to leave at like two cause we got to be back. 
for the show. For the, you know, back to, right. you know, we got to get things ready and back and vend and stuff like that. So I was like, I don't know. It just seems like a waste to pay all this money to go to a um, water park and amusement park and just spend four hours as a kid. I'm used to spending all day there. You know, I mean, you're, you're not a kid though. But you know, but you know how it is. <laughs> right. when you go to Great America. You oh, didn't, right. you want to speak, you, you didn't go there. for four hours. No. You went for ten hours. I always liked amusement I mean? parks better at night. I always thought well, they were yeah. cooler at night. So we went there, and I couldn't believe how how dead it was. The longest line was just to get in because they had computer issues. Uh. But once we got in the park, I mean, basically just walked up to the roller coaster, got on. You know, you you waited five, ten minutes in every ride, the most. Yeah, it wasn't like Great America. It wasn't like Great America. But living so close to Great America, as I drive by Great America all the time, it's not like it used to be where I see the roller coasters one after another and going up. I mean, you could never drive by Great America without seeing some type of ride. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of rides I don't even see working. So I don't know if they're having... Uh, obviously, they're, I'm sure they're having shortage of health staffing and problems, staffing yeah. problems as well. But, you know, I was thinking to myself, you know, roller coasters, I mean, uh, amusement parks have been around for, you know, 100 years at least, okay? Once again, I really don't know if this generation is really into amusement parks as we were. It yeah, just that's seems a good like point. this generation yeah, is more into their video games and their Xbox. You know, going on a roller coaster, you know, when we were in high school, you know, after prom and all that stuff, you we went to, to Great America. We were really more into it, and, our, and I know my dad. I mean, I had my dad on a roller coaster at 75 years old. I mean, he Really? Was, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just said, this doesn't kill you. Nothing will, you know. But So anyways, but I'm starting to think based on what I see going at Great America, and you got to take the staffing out of it at some point. But I don't know. Maybe just maybe the, the new gen. And then after seeing firsthand inside the park at Newton, Iowa, you know, I'm not saying that Newton yeah. Iowa was a big city, but it's it was a nice park. No. I got a feeling that, uh, you know, when's the last time your son went to Great America? I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Tommy's kids. I mean, no, whatever. No, none of them, yeah. So, well, there's so many other things nowadays, so many other distractions. And we, I mean, the kids don't just, they just don't go out as much as we do in general. That's what it, that's yeah. what I was saying. I think yeah. that this generation, you know, I mean, that was a big thing to, the, uh, you know, the, um, the carnival comes to town and the Ferris wheel. We were there. And just like the last time we met, I mean, it was quite a few years in Park Ridge at the uh, feast or the festa, whatever it was, right. of Park Ridge. Right. You know, we're sitting there, we're eating, we're talking to Butchie and you're, you know, Pauline's kids are on their telephones texting and your kids right, right. doing whatever. Like, oh, are we ready to go yet? Can we go? Oh, yeah. We as kids couldn't wait no. to go to like to go somewhere, yeah. Festa Italiana or all any of these things and right. meet people right. and see our friends and talk and hang out. I still go, you know. So I'm just thinking that this generation really isn't into that either anymore. They, they just there's a lot more distractions. Kids, yeah. kids have a lot more distractions. There's they're you know, and they don't uh, care to leave the house. No, and I struggle with that sometimes because my son is that way, and he just started his job, so he's been working two months, three months, whatever it's been, and you know he's out of college, so he was used to the college schedule, which kind of like your schedule, you know, he was up till four or five in the morning, and then he would sleep until noon or one or whatever, and did that, and when he was here, he would do that, and then now all of a sudden he started this job, and he's working eight to four mm -hmm. right and you know so he comes home at four he basically takes a nap eats dinner and goes to bed and i'm like you know 
Yeah. This ain't going to, how long is this going to last where you don't do anything? In the weekends, he's, you know, stays home in the room, whatever, does whatever. I'm like, you know, you need to go out and do things. But, you know, that's what we did. And I don't, I mean, I, that I couldn't live that way. But, you know, I, I don't know if that's, I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know the yeah. answer to that. Does he, he know, though, he understands that his life now is over as he knows it? <laughs> Because I just want these college kids to well, understand. Because no, they, it's just, he just he knows it's different. It's done. It's done. Well, he has to adapt. Yeah. But no, but it's not done. Oh, I it's mean, done. No. Eight to four. You know, put your video games away. Go to work. Eight to four, and you know, and and, and get a house, well, wife, kids. Your life is done. You're well, done. No, You're over. That's you have such a pessimistic. I'll tell view. them it's over. <laughs> You'll tell them. We'll no, go because see, in college, <laughs> go get them. Here's the difference. In college, they have all these dreams. See, they have dreams in college because the because the professors. No, nah, I don't. I don't. They think, teach them dreams. I think he's more realistic than that. Well, he is now. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> three months into it, go to bed, eat your dinner, and get you know get in your bedroom. Work That's tomorrow. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tomorrow's your day, and then you live for the weekend. Yeah. But they don't even live for the weekend because by the time the weekend comes, they really don't know what else you, to do. You, you tell him how much car insurance costs, and he's just you know like, yeah, you got to pay that now. You know, he's like, oh. You yeah, know, no, thing, no, no life is over. It's, it's nice, over. It's nice that I don't have to pay rent anymore, though, and I don't have to pay college tuition. Well, for you, your dream is <laughs> happening. <laughs> for him, his dream is shattered. No, because because in think... college they teach him all this stuff. Yes, but when you but, get but when you get out, it's it. It's, but I, it's I, go to work. I, well, right, but I want. There's to... no more homework. That's fun. I went to school. I didn't, I mean, I didn't go away to college, but I went to college. But you know what? I always worked myself through college. I didn't go away to college. So I when, guess that's the difference. So I've always been juggling one job, two jobs, three jobs, and school. And then once yeah. I was done with school, that was actually a relief. It was a relief. Yeah, that's what now I'm saying. I have spare like, time. Yeah, he's the opposite. When I yeah. got out of school and all I had to do was go to work. <laughs> No more homework, no more studying. To me, this yeah. is like, wow, this uh. is life. But to these kids today, it's like, wow, this is it. I got to go to work every day. Yeah, until you die. It's funny you say that because my nephew, Joey, uh, Molichi. Yeah, look at that kid. Couldn't well, even stay up at the Kid Rock concert. And that's wild because Kid Rock, how loud was that? And he could say, <laughs> he but, was going stronger for a while, just raising his hand. And, and he's what, 25, 26? Yeah, and and he's I a said, great, great kid. But the week before, he fell asleep in my backyard at my brother's birthday party. Same thing, you couldn't wake him up. Yeah. But he's so tired. I said he really take. he does not take after the Molichi side of the family. <laughs> no, that's yeah, what Tom, I said. Tommy's, a, well, Max is the other one. Max is the. Max yeah. is the more. Max felt bunch. sorry for him that he was asleep. Max couldn't even wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Well, anyway, so getting back to. But you know what? I love it when kids like that sleep because I, I, we, we don't really need them. I mean, you know, it's like Kid Rock is the performing. Do I care if he falls asleep? No, it's actually quieter. I don't listen to him sing, you know, so it's good. That was a good show. It was a great show. It was show. like a Trump rally. Yes, and I'm so happy that uh, I was invited to that. Um, it was a Trump It was a Trump rally. It was yeah. wild. I could not believe it. It's yeah, but I love that, and I wish I could find a sport coat look like uh, Kid Rock wore. He wore that red, white, and blue sport coat. Oh, there you go. Would you, on, wear you know? that, would you wear that on the fourth at Star? Yeah, well, I think Chase number two had some type of coat like that, you know, and that was really cool. There you go. But yeah, Trump rally, it was really good. And, um, and it wasn't really a Trump rally. It's more like it was a pro America know. pro yes. pro. It was, it was a, 
it, he, he definitely attracts a conservative crowd. Yeah. Not, and not conservative. Make America rock again. I mean, I'm, that, I'm all into it. Hey, I, you know what? He's a hard worker. We need dude. to get people back to concerts. When, when I look at that guy, I look at a guy who he mustn't, he's not the most talented songwriter in the world. He's not the most good looking guy in the world. He's probably not the most talented musician, but kind of nice he, tattoo. He, he, <laughs> He he tries hard. Yeah. He he leaves it all out on that. And he's stage. got a yeah. Uh, yeah. and um you know he's you know he's got a I mean, he rhymes all those swear words. I mean Jesus, you <laughs> that's, know, that's a, talent. That takes Raw talent. Right, right. Yeah. So uh and so let's go back to PGI. And I know there's been there's been <laughs> this is such a, a a podcast. If you guys are all listening, just turn it off right now cuz <laughs> we're just cuz we're just getting together and talking. Well, no, we no, said, but we haven't seen each other in a yeah, while. So we're going to talk about uh, PGI, fireworks. Yeah, we we got some news coming up and we got yeah. some other things. So PGI you um, you said that there was a lot of people who talked about the podcast that they listened. He was like, yes. we got more listeners than we thought. There's a lot of people that come up to me and, you know, and say, Hey, I listen to your show and I love it. You know I mean? It really is a lot of people, <clears throat> but I hope that the people enjoy that. We do have this banter back and forth of, of well, yeah. stuff before the fireworks too. It's, you know, it's kind of like the monologue before a, yeah. a show. Well, you know? yeah, we've been doing it for like 40 minutes yeah, now. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So and it's a two day podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, and it's good that it's good that. But um, yeah, people, a lot of people I mean, come you up like to, to get us their at response. PGI. Yeah. They like it. There's a lot mm-hmm. of informed information that we go into, you know, depending on the industry. You know, of course, right. you know, we can't make the stuff up. I mean, no, if it's happening it and we're talking right. about it, if it's not, it's not. Right. And you know what? If we're not talking about fireworks, that's usually a good thing. Because if we are talking about it, that means it's going to be like, oh, yeah, CPSC doing yeah, this yeah, yeah, right, or right. Band of Metals or, you know, whatever. So right. maybe it's a good thing that we don't have to worry about cages on nine-shot racks oh, today. God. And there's, yeah, yeah there, and there's been some PGI... You know, NFA loves you, loves us. They yep. they they open the doors wide, and you're yeah. the you do the announcing and all that stuff. So, but PGI has been kind of a hot cold thing. So now you're back in good graces. <laughs> yeah. because- but you know, you, you you know, it is what it is. Like <laughs> when I when the guy's trying to buy something before five o'clock, I'm like, I can't sign them because you know what? They will throw me out. <laughs> You know, so, you've done it before and people want to do business with the guy who gets thrown out you know that's just you yes, know yes. that's the bottom line i mean you know you turn your um you know you 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 know you you spin it you know and there's some haters out there that write some stupid nasty stuff but All that right. just makes me look that much better you know you, you know well, you guys hate me for doing a good job what what can i tell you you well, know? and we don't hate the PGI. We love the PGI. No, I love the so, PGI, yeah. and I and and I've I've always loved it. I've been vending at every PGI since Ex- 1994. Except, so I mean, except when you were expelled. Except when I was expelled. But then <laughs> you were, everybody you made, was. They ex- made you go sit in the corner for a year. But everybody was yeah. expelled, and but then it was you're COVID. Back. You know? Now you're back, and, and now you're good graces, stronger than ever, bigger booth than ever, and you know it's like we reimage right. ourselves. Right. And, you know. Yeah. So, and we have a PGI parody song. So let's play that now. When we come back, we'll do some fireworks news and finish this up. All right. Sounds All good. Right.
I just want to say, I love that parody song. Uh, again, you just blow me away with these parody songs. Uh, that's and we've heard we've played that one once. Yeah. We haven't played it very much, so that was our second ACDC song. That was off to TNT. That I love that. And then PGI. Um, yeah, we love PGI. Yeah, and the um, yeah the parody songs. Even when I'm at the concert, <clears throat> and then I realize that right. And I think your parody songs are better. We we had the uh, we we saw a foreigner opened up for yes. Kid Rock, and they did. Uh, Jukebox hero, jukebox which is, hero, right. and and I I want to tell the guys at Foreigner, I'm like, hey, you know what? We have one with better words. There you go. I, Can I, you guys I, sing this one? Because they're pretty much only one. What you said, one one well, person left, so it's really like right, a new just, band, yeah, just a guitar player, it's just B- like buying a Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> you know, there's nobody left. <laughs> the, the one guy making the ice cream cone <laughs> is left. He's like 19, but everybody else is new. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually thinking of... Uh, Someone <laughs> bought a foreigner franchise, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Well, <laughs> you're well, not I mean, yeah, no, no. Basically. Where can I get that foreigner franchise? Yeah. Uh, you know, but they they were they sounded good. You know, I mean, sound. I can't wait to... I mean, Gene Simmons dies and someone will buy the Kiss franchise. Oh, they're already talking about that. They're well, going to send out a bunch of young guys in the makeup. But Kiss, it's it's ideal. They just put the makeup on and put the boots and the shoes and we're ready to go. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're ready to In rock. fact, I think he looks better with the makeup there, on. There he is right there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So, yeah, I'm gonna, man, I might buy into this Kiss franchise, you know. I, I don't think Gene will let you in. Well, I mean, maybe we'll, you know, I don't know, maybe get a family member in there as a lead singer or something. I don't know. You know, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be gone in a couple of years, you know. I was actually thinking when we were there at the Kid Rock concert, you know, he's got that song cowboy i want to be a cowboy yeah. baby mm-hmm. we can make i want to be a pyro baby yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. i was thinking of lyrics as i was sitting there and pauline yeah. just slapping me around saying what yeah. are you doing all right let's do some news all right fireworks news john get your news get your fireworks news here johnny star and ron the banker hot off the press fireworks news from all across the world All right, John, and actually our fireworks news, we're going to do right away, we're going to go into, uh, if I can find it on my thing here, what would Johnny do? Oh, I love these. We're going to do like, what the, What would Ron the banker do? All right. Because well, you you're like the one with all the intelligence. You got to come, uh, no, not really. You got to come up with one, though. You got to ask me a question. All right, John, what would Johnny do? Fireworks news. Hungary fires top weather officials over wrong forecast. So two of Hungary's top meteorological officials were fired after a weather forecast led to the cancellation of a mass firework display dubbed the biggest in Europe, though the Hungarian government has said they would have been fired regardless. Some 40,000 fireworks were due to be launched in Budapest on Saturday and this is from 825. So Saturday evening to mark St. Stephen's Day, a national holiday celebration, celebrating the f- uh, celebrating something. However, following an extreme weather warning from Hungary's National Meteorology Service, they postponed it for a week. Despite the warning conditions, despite the warnings, conditions remained calm over Budapest throughout Saturday with the forecast of thunderstorms and thunderstorms and power winds hitting parts of eastern Hungary instead. The, in- wow. the incorrect forecast caused fury with pro-government online newspaper groups accusing the NMS of providing misleading information about the extent of the bad weather, 
which misled the operation team responsible for security. So, so they got to the meteorologist. They fired the clever. They they fired the meteorologist for a bad weather report. You would do the same. Yes, they should be accountable because you know once again what an easy job that is. You know, Chicago, partly cloudy, chance of rain. You could say that every day during the summer, and then you could say cold, cloudy, chance of snow, and and be done every day. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I, it seems like the um, the fireworks haters got to the meteorologist. <laughs> that's what it seems like to they, me. Well, they it, got them paid off, and now they got caught. That's all part of this cancel yeah. culture. You do something wrong, and then you're just done. But yeah. But I mean, the it's it's funny because I mean, it's if, it would if never happen in this country. The biggest no, no. But yeah. it's the biggest fireworks display in Europe, right? And everybody's looking forward to this thing. So they cancel it or they postpone it a week. And then, you know, because of this weather forecast and I like to know how long, you know, weather changes, wind changes. I like to know how long before the day cancel this. Right. You know, because I mean, it's, it's the same thing in New York. I'll, I'll see that they cancel school because the night before they said it's going to snow, but it hasn't even started snowing yet. And the school is canceled. You know what I mean? It's just like. In our day, that never happened. So here you're canceling this whole fireworks show mm-hmm. before. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, they just can't cancel it like an hour before. No, it had to yeah. be canceled. Well, yeah, there's a lot of planning. Probably three to four days before. Well, I don't know if it was days before. I guess I can look. I don't know if it was days before, but it has to. Right, because you got a lot of people. Uh, you, you know, know you I'm, got a lot of people there. You got to get rid of You got to. Um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, you, you know, I don't think you should fire someone for. Um, you know, if the charts, you know, if the weather patterns, the weather pattern that changes, you have no control over that. But um, I, I think they just, I think they changed it a little bit too early. It says here the fireworks display was already controversial before the postponement. Uh, they got to the judge. With nearly 200,000 people signing a petition condemning it yes. as a useless waste of money. Yeah, they, they got to the meteorologist. Look at you. You always got that other spin on it. Yeah. They're like, hey, listen, we're going to give you guys 20000 in hungry money here. And, um, you know, you're just going yeah. to say it. The weather's really bad. We're going to have to cancel this. So, yeah. as always, the fireworks is, is you know, takes yeah. the brunt of it. Yeah, the Democrats got to the meteorologist. Just like they got to the news media, they got to the meteorologist. Now, I got you. I see how it works. I see how it works. Oh, man. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad they fired them because, you know what? They, they were bought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, look at that. See, I knew what would Johnny do would work on that one. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Alcohol consumption on boats at fireworks championships sparks warning. I didn't even know. Did you know there was a British fireworks championships? No. Mm-mm. This group, this guy here, Sonic Fireworks. You ever heard of them? This guy here won it. Sonic Fireworks, based in Uffclume, took top place with its ten-minute air display, followed by. Bath-based Europa displays UK in in second. Can we get it? We should try and interview him on the podcast. Yeah, we'll we haven't do, had one of our people from across the pond yet. Well, just do no, yeah, for a while we could do. We'll try and reach out to him for October because we'll yeah. be in September. We'll be at NFA. Yeah. Uh, member Michael Glover, Sonic Fireworks said it was the first time competing in the event. The team from Uclum was the second to compete during the second night of competition. Uh, so they were absolutely blown away by the wind. The team worked really hard, and we achieved what we wanted to achieve. Our effects worked really nice. Apart from the weather, it was perfect. Plymouth City Council cabinet member 
said the displays continue to just keep getting better and better. See now you got in Hungary they're trying to postpone and cancel stuff, and here in Europe they're they're promoting it and having championships and displays. Hugely proud, yeah. hugely proud to have hosted the championships for the last quarter of a century, and once again we've welcomed thousands of booth of, of both visitors and locals to this fantastic free event event which takes place um, in in Europe. So yeah, but they they almost had to cancel it or they. They had a warn, John, because there was people on boats uh, after numerous cases of excessive alcohol consumption on some boats watching the fireworks championships. How about that that boat <laughs> down in Cabo San Lucas who was parked in the bay? I'm not sure there's people on it up there watching fireworks and the whole thing just, you know, something fell or whatever and the whole boat just started on fire. Oh, I didn't hear so about I don't, that. Yeah, it was uh, last summer or whatever. You know how they shoot the fireworks off the beach? Yeah. And then um, it just happened. So, yeah, I, I saw a video of it. I'm like, holy cow. No, I didn't see so, that. So, yeah, that was I should have uh, gave that to you. I forgot about that. But, um, yeah, that's the only thing. When you're on a boat, you think you're untouchable because you're, like, out in the water. But, you know, when they're shooting on the beach or they're shooting on the barge. <coughs> right. But same with, like, when we do a fireworks show in Chicago, um, the patrol boats are out there keeping you away from the area because we still have mm. proximity distances whether we're on water or not, you know. Or water or right, land. makes sense. So that makes sense. That was a um, terrible thing about that. Sure. The um, another thing I you know I want to say is like, you know, you know, it's not fireworks doesn't happen every day. It's you know it's it's special. It's, it's special very occasion. seasonal. Yeah, and you got all these haters out there that just keep you know it's a one day thing. It's it's right. you know, and it's crazy. And I really applaud Newton, Iowa, for the PGI. They did such a great thing. They brought in concerts oh wow they had concerts out there before the fireworks so everybody watched a concert right there then walked to the stands and watched the fireworks what makes complete sense god you talk about a a venue that was like 30 bucks you got to see hairball and different bands they're really good you know beautiful stage and, and lighting and everything like that and even some pyros on the stage and then after that venue, walked in to see fireworks, you know? So, I mean, you know, they embraced it. You know what I mean? It's like, well, right, hey, you're going right. to bring the PGI here. You know what we're going to do? We're going to bring in bands and make an event. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, that one year we had the, uh, at the PGI, we had the uh, a band playing right in the middle stage of everything going off. It was pretty cool when it was for that uh What's that video? Uh, fireworks, a uh, pass fire. You know, oh, yeah, had yeah, that yeah. band. It was really so cool to watch fireworks with a live band. Mm-hmm. Now this was a little different because the live bands were before it, but a great venue. I went and watched a band, and then we walked over to the stands and we watched the fireworks. It was really, really good. So I think you know, you're doing this fireworks show. Maybe embrace it like with a you know with a with a band or a a, a kid rock concert, and right. then fireworks afterwards. Oh, yeah, it makes complete sense. You know. Yeah, well, yeah, like you said, embrace it. Why, why do we have to fight everything? Like you said, it's one day. It's one day. Jesus. I mean, yeah, yeah. Not, not everybody loves concerts, but, you know, they go on. I right. mean, right. you know, right. look at that Tinley Park, you know, where you were. That getting out of there was a mess. Could you imagine if you lived in that area? I mean, oh, but gosh. it's but it's not every day. And, you right. know. All right, right, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So. so that was really cool about the PGI. I did like that. I wanted to throw it <laughs> in because you weren't there, but the bands were really great, and then people really enjoyed enjoyed it yeah when like in the nfa or pgi when they go to a certain town you have to go to a fireworks friendly town obviously yeah, yeah. and and it's not like 
it's not going to be the biggest. It's not like you know having the Super Bowl in your town, but it still does bring commerce and it's a day people spend money. It brings a lot of revenue and people yeah. and the hotels are jammed and yeah. you know well, people I've, are eating and stuff. And I've, yeah, I've, me and Louie had to sleep in the car one year. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, John. Magic Kingdom fireworks show times are changing. Uh, well, you and I always talk about going to see the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom. We gotta go. Yeah. Uh, starting soon, the Disney Enchantment fireworks will be moving to earlier show times. Uh, October seventeenth performances are changing from nine p.m. Um, I think they're gonna start at uh, eight fifteen. So if you want to go see Magic, you go to their website. You can get all the times and stuff. But cool. I always, well, we should do a Magic Kingdom uh, podcast. Yeah, we should. We you would, know, we'll do, we'll do like a fireworks uh, <clears throat> podcast, you know, like maybe the night of or after the show just to kind of see what's going on there. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun, you know. You hear about these two? Ben Affleck, right? Yeah, Ben Affleck and J-Lo. I guess they're getting married, John. Weren't they married before? Or they? No, they were they, dating. They were dating, yeah, and now they broke they're back up. Together, and now yeah. they're back together. Well, good for them. Uh, awesome. They're set to seal the deal with an elaborate fireworks show at their wedding. The couple will say "I do" for the second time. Oh, they, oh, they were I, married. I oh, they were married. Yeah. New images from the plantation home show a large barge. Large barge. A large barge. A large barge. That should be the name of the podcast. Large barge floating near what looks like the reception area, equipped with dozens of fireworks to celebrate newlyweds. That'd be nice if you got the job to do some fireworks yeah. at JLo's. Uh... Well, you know why they're getting married a second time. Why? Well, one of them found out that after they got divorced the first time, there was still money on the table. They didn't gobble up. Now I don't know who's more. <laughs> I don't know who's richer. I don't know if JLo or Ben Affleck. I'm not sure who's that's, got. I'm, you know, I'm not sure who's got more money. But one of them realized, question. like, you know what? I gotta go back and marry her again or oh, marry yeah. him again because. There's still some money I left on the table. You know, we'd have to ask Paul that question. He's always on that Celebrity Net Worth website. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. sounds cool. <laughs> now, that would, why? That would just aggravate me. I'm driving a truck, and I'm going to worry about their multi-millions. Good <laughs> God. Oh, all right, John. Here we go. Fake fake cues. Fake cues. Look at this one. Oh, yeah, right here. Yep, I see it. All right. And this is... Um, Hey, get ready for another episode of Fake Cues with Johnny Star and Ron the Baker. Thank you, thank you. So this is our Tennessee version in honor of going to Tennessee next week okay, for, yeah. mm-hmm. for NFA. So we have three people here, John, all from Tennessee. You got George Strait, Tina Turner, and mm-hmm. Kenny Chesney. And now here's three quotes. I had no idea Tina Turner was from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, no, she no was. idea. So here's three quotes, and one, you know, each quote could be attributed to one person. Let's see if you can figure out who said what. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So again, George Strait, Tina Turner, Kenny Chesney. All right. Here's the first one. In Tennessee, where I grew up, there were animals, farms, wagons, and mules. Second, I grew up in East Tennessee, and everybody knew everybody's business. And third, all my exes live in Texas. That's why I live in Tennessee. Okay. The last one is George Strait. Yeah, good job. All right, all my isn't wasn't that I think that was a that was a what's that was a song. Oh, uh, my exes. But I'm not Texas. sure who sang that, but it might have been George Strait. It might have been George Strait. <laughs> okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. that, was, that was an easy one. All right. Yeah. So now there's only an t- older guy would say something like that. Yeah, yeah. right. And yeah. I don't think Kenny Chesney's ever been married. There's actual like he was like dating that. Uh, uh, we fed Kenny Chesney. Years yeah, ago. so yeah, well, we have a podcast called Kenny Chesney's Cheeseburgers, but yeah. he was dating the um, the. Uh, what was this? Man, I'm having a hard day today thinking of things. 
the the girl she was in those movies the oh man uh, uh bridget jones oh whatever whatever the whatever the actress is but he was dating her and then they like we're gonna get married or they got married and it was annulled quickly and there's all these people theory saying that he's you know gay or so who knows but anyway yeah. there's a lot of kenny chesney controversy okay renee zellweger that's oh, Renee's. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, in Tennessee, where I grew up, there were animals, farms, wagons, and mules. Oh, well, you know, that's Tina Turner. And in I grew up in East Tennessee, and everybody knew everybody's business. So, that's your... That's, that's your... probably Kenny Chesney is the middle one. Do they each have one, or, or, or they don't? No, they each have one. Okay. So, I'm going to say Tina Turner for the first one. Wow. You're pretty good. Yeah. You got yeah. that one right. And yeah. I'm going to say Kenny Chesney for the middle one. Well, right. Well, that's the only one left. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't think you'd get the... I knew you'd get the, the George Strait one. No, nah, that was, you know why I, I, I don't know anything about music, but I just know that George Strait's older than Kenny Chesney. And that's something an older guy would say. Right, right. That's how I picked that one out. So, yeah. All right. And as long as we're talking about Tennessee, let's talk about NFA. You're going to be there. I'll be there. Do you have one of these? I got to give you one of those. Oh, the NFA schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Well. September 6th through 10th in, uh, in um, Kingsport, Tennessee. We've mm-hmm. been there before. I think that's the first time we ever recorded was in Kingsport, Tennessee, where we ever recorded live at an NFA. Oh, okay. So here's the expo schedule. So it starts on Tuesday. Um, I think the trade show starts on Wednesday. It runs Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And there's demos every night. So the Saturday is the trade show, and they take down afternoon. Right. So it's really the longest trade show. It's yeah, it's like three hours for like Tuesday. Okay, so no, it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wednesday, Thursday, four days. So trade show is oh they got set up. So trade show is one to four, three hours a day. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday would it would be the. Um, Trade show, t- trade show is 9 to 12. 9 to 12. And with teardown after that. And then there's the, so here's the uh, here's the demo schedule. I certainly won't make the 9 to 12, I mean, on Saturday. Well, I'll be there. I can go set. Yeah. set. Dino said he was going to leave early, so. Well, I, we don't know what Dino's doing. Right? I, you know, I don't, I don't know, but so, but anyway. I don't know where he's leaving unless he's driving himself. Well, they're planning on driving. Well, Steve's not leaving early, so I don't know how Dino's leaving early. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That I, I don't know, but I just told Dino that I would get there. So my plan is to get there early Thursday, like mm-hmm. mid-afternoon, so you and I could record Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, like we normally do, whatever. Yeah. And we'll go to these these demos. So we got uh, so Tuesday night. Uh, any of those demos? Uh, I mean, or is there anything else on here that? There's a lot of stuff, USDOT compliance, uh, you know, hospitality rooms. There's there's demos every night. So if you want demos, you got to see Tuesday is Schneider, Pyroholic, Pyro Junkies. There's, there's like eight demos every night. I know. So many demos. It just gets so redundant. Wednesday, Wednesday is Raccoon, Brothers, Black Scorpions, Happy Family, Garrett's. Here, this one. You got it right here. Yeah, right here. Yeah, so Thursday, Sunwing, Skyhawks, Southern Imports, Twin Fireworks, probably, yeah. Happy Family, Black Scorpion Brothers, um, Garrett's, Red Rhino, Pyro Shine. Well, I haven't heard from her in a long time. Look, uh, looks like on Saturday there's a couple 1.3s. Raccoon 1.3. Yeah. And Lu Yang, who's Lu Yang Chung Mei, Fireworks and Firecracker Company. Yeah, I don't know them. I mean, I'm sure it's 1.3 person. Domino, Dominator. Dominator. Pro Line, yeah. And then Raccoon's got their Pro Line 2 coming out. 
uh, Wild Willies, Cutting Edge, North Central Industries, Thursday, uh, Friday, Texas Outlaw Magnus is shooting. Well, that's good. T-Sky. I hope they all get their product. They're having a problem getting their product right now. Uh, they called me up on it, so I, I don't know how that's going to work for them. But uh, hopefully, because their containers are not. I said to them in the, in the text message, I said, well, now you know what I've been going through. How's it feel on your end? <laughs> you know, I wanted my fireworks before 4th of July, too, and they didn't happen. And you guys want yours before NFA, but how's it feel? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Let's see how they like pain to merge. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll be there. Uh, we hope to see everybody there. All righty. That All sounds good. All right. Um, some, I got a, a once co- again, some fireworks news here. I got a Cabo story for you, John. We're okay. done with the fireworks. And you'll like this one. Los, Los Cabos is now the third most popular destination in Mexico for international arrivals. Wow. International tourism to Mexico has grown by 25% through the first half of 2022. For Los Cabos, this increase has allowed it to position itself as the third most visited Mexican destination being the second beach city in Mexico with the most international tourists arriving directly to its main airport from a foreign country. That's why all that airport renovation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cancun leads the way with over 4, four million travelers. Uh, Los Cabos has seen over 900,000 international tourists arrive via airplane. Mexico City splits the two with 1.5 million. So it's right behind uh, Mexico City, Los yeah. Cabos. Los Cabos is, uh, is it's all because Sammy Hagar and us, I think. Well, yeah, I think the, well, now people are starting to find out that the best coffee is right in Los Cabos. I mean, I've been getting calls all the time now, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm coming down to Cabo. Uh, where's your coffee shop? So that's kind of exciting. Um, that is, um, that's pretty great news. Um, but, you know, once again, so what do we do when people want to go down to Cabo and, you know, they want to check this place out, you know, and they're all happy because, you know, COVID restrictions been lifted. Right. We don't have to take a COVID test to get back home. That's all done. So, with, right? Yeah. So that's all done, which is nice. So what, so what happens now, now we just raise the price of airfare up. So oh, people it's unbelievable. Can't go. Yeah, right. You know, it just, I don't know what they're trying to do. It's like, does everyone just want to, hold everybody else accountable for COVID and make right. all their money back that they lost. I, I don't know right. what people are doing, but you're getting America back again. You're finally traveling. You're getting people on an airplane. Now let's make it so we can't even afford to fly. Right. I mean, that just, it just never ends. I, yeah. It's, if it's not one thing, it's another. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just getting to the point where really you're not going to, I guess, I guess no one's going to be happy until everybody's just sitting at home like they were during COVID. I guess that's maybe what, I don't know. Maybe that's what the government wants. I don't understand it, but they just, it seems like everybody, you know, just can't seem to look at the big picture. You yeah. Know? No. You want to travel. You want to get out. You're finally, the airline should be happy as a lark mm-hmm. to be going strong. The airports are jammed. You know, don't, you know, don't try and capitalize and push people back. You know, right. capitalize off this. You know what I mean? <coughs> right, yeah. Exactly. We know airfare. I mean, we know yeah. fuel prices are up, but you know, yeah. I don't know. So it's crazy, but I'm hoping that we see a strong, strong October. We've seen a great uh, June, July, August uh, is even surprisingly fantastic right now, which I'm kind of shocked at. You mean in Cabo? Uh, in Cabo yeah. at the coffee shop. Uh, I think, um, you know, September obviously is the worst month because of the rainy season. And, and October stuff like will that. pick up. 
October should really pick up. Uh, I should really pick up strong because then we're into this uh, coffee shop business about a year and three, year and four months or something like that. So now the word is really spread. So you can see the word is really spread during the off season and people are, it's still very, very busy. So that's one great thing. And then hopefully, like I said, September might not be as bad as you think because more places close down in September and we don't. So Instead of going to Mama's for breakfast, they may just come by us for breakfast since Mama's won't be open. You know. Oh and yeah, that's a good. So point. different places won't be open, but we will. So <clears> the we'll cruise ships still come in though, right? Not during that month, because well, they will if it, if the weather's nice. If not, they're going to go out to sea and avoid it. You know, yeah, it just remember, depends on the storms. Remember when yeah. you and I went on that cruise and we almost couldn't get in? Yeah, remember? Yeah, and they said, well, we're gonna, you know, we'll see if it's if it's too choppy or whatever. They, you know, because there's not a dock there, so that's why they kind of bypass it no. i do have a customer going down to cabo san lucas uh next week when i'm down there so it'll be kind of fun to uh to run into them so that'll be kind of cool you uh know, fireworks so. customer yeah fireworks customer. nice so yeah so that'll be kind of fun so to you're gonna go right people. from uh right from uh cabo, to, cabo kingsport. to kingsport yes are you gonna fly there from kings from cabo no no or? i'm driving i'm driving you're I'm driving you're... Uh, from here to kingsport oh i thought you were gonna drive home with me and louis uh nope it doesn't look that way because the airfare once again was so crazy and then you got my cousin joe going so you know. oh okay so you're gonna drive down there with joe yeah i drive down there with joe on okay. tuesday yeah we'll leave tuesday morning early and then we'll oh, get okay. down there just in time oh okay all so, right. so yeah, anyways okay. what else in the old fireworks news That's i got about it, i got I nothing huh? else yeah we've been Alrighty. we've been talking for almost over yeah, an hour well so. we better let these people get some sleep <laughs> <laughs> we want to we want to rem- uh, we just uh Started posting the new video, the uh, Pyro Throwdown. I know you've seen one or two of them. Uh, mm-hmm. They look good. So if you want to see side by side comparisons of uh, of uh, you know different uh, fireworks, you got the Alien uh, versus Area Fifty One. Yeah, Area Fifty One versus right. Alien. And then two we had cakes, we had two different name. two different Willow cakes, and then we had uh, two different. Uh, we had all-in-one eruption against um, the other uh, big fountain. Like T-Sky oh, yeah, fountain. rock and roll or T- something Yeah, like yeah, that. T-Sky yeah. fountain. Yeah. So and there's, there's side-by-side comparisons, and we uh, do a little uh, you know, do a little thing there. So uh, obviously check out the uh, YouTube channel. And uh, anybody who listens and they want to stop by over at NFA, come on by and talk to us. We're usually at the Afterglow set up, and people yep. can come and uh, talk to us and say we hi. We also got somewhat metal signs that we're going to be uh, Yeah, we got the metal signs coming. Yeah. We got a bunch of, uh, we're going to clean out the closet. We got a bunch of t-shirts from prior years and stuff that we'll yep. give away. And uh, so, yeah, we want to see everybody there and everybody uh, have a good time. So we hope to see everybody in Tennessee. Sounds good. Yep. All Another right. Another great show. Yeah. Have a good one. Does you feel better now? You feel relieved? Is I meant it. it. Yeah. A little, a little bit of, you know, yeah. therapeutic. Uh... Well, of course, once I check my emails, I'll just go back <laughs> into deep depression, but it's okay. You know? <laughs> well, you know, uh, for an hour at least, you can feel better. Yes. So yes. Yes. All right. Talk to you later. Back to a deep depression. Yeah, this was a tough one.